0: Welcome to the Live Move Feel podcast. I'm your host Gemma Aitken. I'm an exercise physiologist with close to 15 years experience and movement is my cup of tea. Now we know that there's a strong link between movement, mindset and lifestyle. So I hope this podcast will leave you with a few takeaways that allows you to live your life to the fullest. So put your earbuds in, get moving and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, welcome back to another episode. Now, guys, today I wanted to chat around health and fitness trends that I'm currently seeing and loving. So, the reason this podcast has come to mind over the last uh, probably 12 to 18 months, there's been a few things that have been really apparent and really stood out to me, um, not just in the gym where I'm training um, and other gyms that I go to, but also on social media platforms. And I think they're really positive and I would love to see more of them. So I thought I would share them with you today. Um, You might have a few more that you can add to this list. I'd love to hear them as well. But let's start with some of the key things that I've picked up lately that I hope we are going to see more of. So, Number one, I have definitely noticed more women in the gym lifting heavy weights, and I love this. So, an example of this the other morning, uh, Saturday morning, I was in the gym. Now, in one section of my gym, there are six squat racks. And on that particular morning, five of those squat racks were taken um, with women lifting. So, we had two girls squatting, we had two girls hip thrusting, and we had another one doing deadlifts. Now, I think that is fantastic. I think that we are starting to see a trend, I hope, away from women starting or trying to shrink themselves and really embracing their bodies and what they can do. Now, these girls all had epic form and I don't know if that... Um, has stemmed from the fact that I guess because women tend to feel slightly inferior uh, to men when they come into the gym that these girls have really taken the time to work on their form um, but it is absolutely gold watching other ladies in the gym squatting moving heavy weights around um so ladies, keep going with that one. Now, my second trend that I'm seeing lately, and this is going to tie in with women again. So guys, I promise you, I'm not um anti-guys or anything, Um, But they're just trends that I feel have had a really positive influence and energy, particularly in the gym where I'm training. But we are seeing more and more women embracing their bodies and wearing whatever they want to wear in the gym. So rather than covering up and hiding, and I think some people may find this quite a trivial point, but um, I think for many girls being able to walk into what has uh, stereotypically or traditionally being a male-dominated environment, it is uh, quite inspiring and refreshing to see girls rocking up in crop tops, wearing short shorts if they want to, um, rather than coming in and covering their bodies up. So embracing whatever shape their body is, because ladies, remember, it does not matter what shape your body is. Um, and getting in there, doing their thing, and being comfortable in their own skin. So that is point number two. So if you haven't tried it, and do you know what, to be honest, and I don't know if people realize this or not, but up until probably about six months ago, I would wear my shorts and I would wear a shirt tank top singlet um, of some sort in the gym. So I've actually taken inspiration from a lot of the ladies and the girls that train in the gym with me and around me, um, who train in crop tops and tights and short shorts. And um, I've been training in a crop top lately. I love it. I've been out shopping. I've bought this whole brand new wardrobe. Um, It is really quite liberating to be able to wear something that you feel comfortable in um, and allows you to move freely. So guys, remember, you can wear whatever you want when you go to the gym, Now, number three, sorry, guys, listening to this podcast, this is another one for the women, Um, but I am seeing more women in building phases. So yes, this is going to tie across to my first point where I've said I'm noticing more ladies in there lifting heavy weights, Um, but more women in building phases. And I'm going to define that because this is something that warms my heart. So a building phase is a phase that we would go through anybody not just women where we're deliberately trying to build and grow muscle now it's not an easy thing to do and that is for a variety of reasons so anyone in a building phase they're obviously not having not just having to be consistent with their strength our training, but we're actually also having to eat in some sort of calorie surplus. So for a lot of women, eating to grow, eating to gain weight, eating to put on muscle can be quite a scary thing. Um, you know, diet culture has, I think, perpetuated over so many years that women and females should look a certain way. We shouldn't be trying to grow muscle. We shouldn't be trying to look strong. Um, so seeing women in a building phase where they're working to grow muscle, they're eating and training for strength and hypertrophy. They're training with the goal of progressive overload. So that is to add more weight or more reps over time. Um, and they're eating in a surplus. So all of this, I think, think signifies like a huge shift um, in the the health and fitness industry. And it's something I would like to see more of because being able to train smart, train consistently, train hard um, and train with patience requires a lot of growth and it will give you a lot of growth physically and mentally. Now, Why do I love seeing women in building phases? No, guys, it is not because I like seeing women get bulky. Um, And for anyone that has um, gone through a building phase, you will know just how hard it is to build muscle. So um, unfortunately, we, no matter how hard some of us try, we just don't get bulky. So for any women listening to this um, that are quite hesitant about getting into the gym or lifting weights... I can guarantee you that I have been trying to get bulky now for close to four years um, and I'm still working on it. So I'm eating a lot. I'm lifting consistently. I'm progressively overloading my training. Um, It is not an easy thing to do. So one of the best things, not just women, but anyone can do is factor some consistent strength training into their regular movement routine. So Going back to why I love seeing women in building phases, I think for too long, women have spent probably more time, we've spent more time shrinking ourselves um, to fit a certain stereotype. So look, I don't know whether it's the era of Beyonce or the Kardashians, um, but it's actually refreshing to see and empowering to see girls training to build themselves up rather than break themselves down. So, Beyonce, the Kardashians, you know, they have curves. They've got big glutes and there are now girls out there training to grow their glutes. Um, So ladies, if you are out there and your goal, um, you are currently training with the goal of growing big glutes or strong delts rather than chasing thigh gaps. Remember, thick thighs save lives. You rock and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. So point number four in the health and fitness trends I'm currently seeing and loving is more people eating for health and to support performance. So people actually eating enough to support their training goals. Now, this is a big one. I think with, look, with diet culture and so many different diet trends floating around there's intermittent fasting, low-carb keto. Um, you know, the notion that we should train faster to burn more fat, particularly when we're doing cardio, which guys, by the way, is a myth. Um, it can be really easy to see why so many people are not eating an adequate amount um, to support their health and performance goals. Now, I'm obviously not a nutritionist, so I won't be giving any specific advice except to say that you cannot live your life in a calorie deficit. Um, And not eating enough is just not optimal when it comes to health, your performance, your recovery, and God, above all, your enjoyment and satisfaction in life. So eating for health and to support performance, these guys that I'm seeing are making sure that they're getting in enough food pre-workout. So before they go and do their training, some people where it's warranted are taking in intra-training carbohydrates. So they're eating during their session if it's needed. Um, And there's even more of a focus that I'm seeing on what people are choosing and when, what they're choosing and when to eat. After their training sessions. So, guys, eating for health and performance, you don't have to be an elite athlete um, to take steps to look into what nutrition is going to support you and your movement goals. Um, even if you're playing team sports, you're a bit of a weekend warrior, you're a mom or a dad who. Um, you know, tries to juggle a full time job, a couple of kids, their own training. Making sure that you're eating to support your health, your well being, and your performance whenever you turn up to your training session is really, really important. So it is great to see that more people um, are actually taking that into consideration. Okay, on to point number five, so things that I am currently seeing and loving in the health and fitness industry, people focusing on a structured training program, so they're focusing on progressive overload rather than simply turning up every day to try out a new swipe and save workout that they saw on Instagram. So please guys, don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with swipe and save workouts except the people who do swipe and save workouts and jump around from one session to the next, trying something different every single week are often the ones that complain that they don't see results. So knowing that more people are in this for the long haul, they are starting to see their training um, as a journey. So there is no end point. It is something that we can continually, continually work on and refine and, um, because I don't think there's ever going to be an end point when it comes to training. It's something that we can continually practice and get better at in time. So um, if you are doing swipe and save workouts, of course, you're not going to see results if you are changing things up every session. So if you one of the benefits of having that structured training program and working towards progressive overload. So remembering that progressive overload is where we are trying to add in um, an extra rep or two or some extra weight to a specific lift um, each time we turn up. But if you're not following a structured training program and you're not overloading your sessions you really don't have a start point you've got no reference point you have nothing to reflect back on and compare where you were at four weeks ago if you're changing things up every week so um it's really quite it's, it's interesting I find and I find it really um I love to hear people's stories on how they've been following a structured training program now for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. So across the course of you know those weeks, they've been repeating a series of workouts each week. And the ones that are tracking their progress actually notice that they do progress. So I think that is something that's quite important to remember. Um, and knowing that we're seeing more and more of that um, is something that I am loving. So remembering a little bit of structure goes a long way, Um, if you're someone who is serious about achieving a specific goal now, number six, another thing that I am currently loving seeing in the health and fitness industry is form over ego. So quality over quantity. So a lot of people now seem to be taking the time to actually step back and master their technique before they load up the bar. Um, and this can be quite a difficult one. I think in the age of Instagram and influencers, it can be really hard to tell, particularly if you are a little bit newer to training, you're newer, newer to the gym. How can you tell if um, an influencer's technique that they are promoting is good or bad? Um, is that exercise a bit of a doozy or is it actually going to provide you with some type of benefit? Um But seeing people take the time to actually work on their technique is a a huge, I think a hugely positive thing. Um, And particularly in the younger ones, we have quite a few um, high school students that actually come into the gym that I train at um, and actually seeing them come in in groups and, you know, they're often sitting there on their phones, Googling how to do a seated row or Googling how to do a squat. Um, you know, and at least they're taking the time to learn and they're showing an interest in it. So I think always guys, form over ego. When ego comes into play, that's when we get injured. Quality over quantity. Um, If you can get in five quality reps, you are going to get far more benefit from those five quality reps than doing, you know, 10 reps just for the sake of it and with really poor form. So um, if you are going to the gym, take the weights off the bar if you need to. Start with an empty bar. Start with your body weight. Work on your form. Work on the quality of your reps. So every single rep should be done with good quality, um, and that will also allow you to progress faster. Okay, point number seven. Another thing I am loving: people are actually prioritizing rest days, recovery, and sleep. Finally, thank. God for that. So the hashtags team, no days off hashtag, no pain, no gain hashtag, go hard, go home. Whoever came up with those should be sacked. So yes. Okay. I get the concept. Um, but I think really they're, they're, they're just not helpful. Um, and I would like to see people pushing maybe hashtag train smart, train harder, recover harder. You can only train as hard as you can recover. So I think those are key concepts. And for people that we now see are starting to follow that structured training plan, um, they're overloading their sessions, they're actually also factoring in rest days. Um, So knowing that we can only train as hard as we can recover and if our recovery is suboptimal, our training the next day is going to be subpar also. Um, So seeing people in the gym four days or five days a week or whatever they can give and not being in there seven days. And I can guarantee you guys, the ones I see there that are in there seven days a week are spinning their wheels and going nowhere. They look exactly the same. They lift the exact same things um, as they did 12 months ago. So prioritize your rest days. That is when our growth happens. That is when change happens. Um, and it is really nice to see people doing that and talking about it more. Um, And then one last point here. So number eight, it is really lovely to see, and I think this comes down to perhaps education. It's been pushed quite a lot lately, but it's awesome to see people taking more of an interest in mobility work. Now, I still don't necessarily think there is a great understanding of exactly what mobility work or mobility exercises are um, in many cases and how that differs to say just your basic stretching. Um, but if you would like me to clarify that quickly, so mobility work is basically our ability to control a joint through its full range. So we, it combines both strength and flexibility. So mobility is being able to control your joints through a full range squat. So think ass to grass, basically. Um, If you are, it's training in terms of mobility work, it is um, being able to complete say a shoulder press or an overhead press with 180 degrees of shoulder flexion. So it's making sure that our joints move, can move safely through their fullest available range. Now, why is it important? Now it is going to be important because in the long run, it's going to have a positive impact on performance. it can often reduce the likelihood of us ending up with an injury. And as we get older, it's going to enhance our quality of life and allow us to keep moving independently. So if we can't move well now, we have very little chance of moving well when we hit our 60s, 70s, and 80s. So seeing that people are at least taking more of an interest in mobility work, and guys, remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. Something is better than nothing. Um You know, Ask questions if you have questions. I think people are always willing to share their knowledge, but knowing that people are starting to prioritize how they're moving now um, is only going to set themselves up to be in a better place in the long run. So I think they're my top eight things um, and trends that I'm currently seeing in the health and fitness industry and loving. So number one, I'm seeing more women in the gym lifting heavy weights. You go. Number two, women are embracing their bodies and wearing whatever they want in the gym. Number three, there are more women in building phases. So this involves progressive overload. So getting stronger and also eating in a calorie surplus. And we know that is not an easy thing for a lot of women. Um, Number four, eating for health and to support performance. It is so good to see that people aren't eating like rabbits when they know they have a regular training program. Number five, people are starting to focus on structured training and progressive overload rather than constantly doing a new swipe and save workout from Instagram. Uh, Number six, we're seeing more and more quality over quantity. We're seeing more form over ego. Love it, keep it coming. Number seven, I'm noticing that a lot more people are prioritizing their recovery and their rest days. And then number eight, it is fantastic to see more people taking an interest in mobility work because that is what is going to keep you moving in the long run. So guys, I would love to hear um, anything else that you might've noticed over the last six to 12 months. Um, that you feel has been a positive shift or a positive change um, in the health and fitness industry because I think sometimes there is still a lot of uh, negativity out there. So if you have anything else to share, I would love for you to drop me a DM. If you liked this episode, screenshot it, pop it up on your Instagram story, add in anything to that list that you feel that I've missed Um, You can tag me at GemmaLee underscore XFizz and hashtag the Live, Move, Feel podcast. So guys, until then, um, I hope that has given you a little bit of an uplift going into your next training session. Have a great week. Keep yourself moving and I'll be back with another episode soon.